The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. On this episode of This League, we talk about my new self-defense toy. (laughs) It's a one-part flashlight, one-part stun gun. The all-star quote-unquote weekend in Atlanta, including the drama between Troel Embiid and Mr. Balloon Hands, a.k.a. Ben Simmons. And I, of course, as per usual, take a victory lap regarding my very, very early scoop about Blake Griffin. They said we wouldn't do it. They said we couldn't do it. The haters are devastated. (laughs) They dared us. They said, I defy you to do an episode about just the All-Star Weekend and only the All-Star Weekend. You can't do it. There's not enough information. I challenge you. And they were wrong. That was the haters in my comments. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, you're not watching Meghan Markle and Oprah? There are more important things going on than the All-Star Game. No, there's not when you have an NBA podcast. No, there's not. This was the deal. This is the first annual All-NBA, All-Star episode of this league. And I feel like Rocky going up the steps, Marty. The Philly fans will love me as Rocky. You know, I'm up the steps. This is us, Marty. Let's go. Taking over Philadelphia, like cleaning it up. Go. (laughs) And like all good All Star weekends, we had Adrian Borjanowski hit us with the fucking nuclear woj bomb dropping. (laughs) Can you tell I was delirious last night? A little bit, a little bit. What what was the news? Uh, Blake Griffin to the Brooklyn Nets. Say it again. Say it with some verve. Say it with some dramatic, slow and deep like I like it, Marty. It was Blake Griffin to the Brooklyn Nets. That's right. Scoop City, Trista Crick, NBA insider, coming for the others. Coming for the Sham Sharanias. Coming for the Wojnowskis. Yes, I am. My sources, they told me my sources were wrong. And now all of a sudden it's like, there were no other places to go but Brooklyn. (laughs) Lies. Lies. The haters just want to discredit me. My sources are solid as a rock. I don't have many. I don't have many sources. I'm not plugged in like they are. But when I have them, goddamn Tillman Fertitta, Harden was going to be a sixer. (laughs) Scoop City, Population One, T-Crick. I tell you what, I was right. I love to be right. And yet, for some reason, it doesn't matter how right I am, everybody has to discredit it. So, anyway, 
here we go. We're going to talk about the All-Star game. Marty, did you enjoy All-Star weekend? I actually did. Quote, unquote, weekend. As much as I thought, as much as I, like, wasn't thinking about it all day, I actually really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I thought uh, it was better than I was expecting it to be. Why? Because it was all in one day. Yeah, 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 I guess, yeah. I don't think we should ever go back to the quote-unquote weekend. Players don't want it. I don't know that fans want it. I'm actually okay with that, yeah, because I usually just watch uh, All-Star Saturday and then kind of, like, snooze through the game, not really caring that much, but it actually was kind of fun. Imagine, like, 2 p.m., Rising Stars, a little quick break, maybe some documentary action, some some fluff piece. By the way, by the way, (laughs) ESPN did... A Rudy Gobert, um, we'll call it like a, we'll call it like a PR stunt called Inside the Big Man or Inside the Center, all about like how Rudy Gobert didn't mean to make fun of COVID. Oh, it was like a sob story. On it was yeah. like you know everyone thought Rudy was just joking around and being Rudy, and it's like his brothers on it and some random Utah Jazz reporters on it. This is what they played before All Star Weekend was like. Let's find a way to make Rudy Gobert more likable. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, of course, is the news that came down pre-All-Star. Ben Simmons, Mr. Balloon Hands, and Joel Embiid, who turned his Twitter into Trollwell Embiid, which is amazing, <laughs> could not make the All-Star game, could not play in the All-Star game because they had a close contact with a barber. Yep. Who tested positive for COVID, right? Everyone is saying, we don't want to play in this all-star game. This is dumb. We're in a pandemic. We're not trying to get COVID. (laughs) And you got Mr. Balloon Hands out here being like, I'm about to be on national TV in front of 100 million people. Yo, Joel, what up, yo? Let's go get a lineup. (laughs) Let's get a lineup. And you know, TK's coming through. Guillotining fools for that. <laughs> Come on. Everybody's like, oh, I mean, that's not such a bad. Stick, stick, stick. That's me. Accountability partner time. You cannot go with Joel Embiid. If you're going to go get your haircut, first of all, let me say this. These guys make millions of dollars. They don't have a personal barber that can come over to them. I would. You don't have someone who tests negative regularly. Can't you get the little swap, 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 PCR, quick, rapid test, then get lined up? No, you have to go to, like, a random corner barber. I don't know the details, but I know it's not on the up and up. So irresponsible. The Chiefs almost missed 20 guys out of the Super Bowl because of this exact same thing. Oh, it's just, wait, same guy or just same? Just the same situation. That would have been nuts. That would have been, yeah, yeah, this is just like the COVID barber. (laughs) This is the COVID barber. Well, I mean, what are we doing, Ben Simmons? Like, you had to know this was a bad idea. You had to know. You guys couldn't have gone to separate barbers? Like, couldn't? <laughs> Damian Lillard said it best when he's like, I haven't had a haircut in a while. I haven't gotten a barber, gone to a barber shop in forever. And in fact, I'm going to leave home right after this All-Star game. I'm not sticking around. I don't want to mess around with getting COVID. I've got a couple of babies at home. And instead, what you have is Joel Embiid, who apparently also has a baby at home. I tweeted about this. Because remember, Joel Embiid, we talked about this last episode. He was like, feeling good, headed into All-Star break. And underneath the tweet, 
was his video of him getting Donovan Mitchell ejected, mm-hmm. getting him teed up, trolling him. Troll Embiid, right? Right. How you feeling now, Joel Embiid? <laughs> How are you feeling now? You and Ben Simmons missing the next three games because you guys are fucking idiots. And instead of what happened, right, instead of me being the voice of reason and accountability, telling the truth on Twitter and also poking a little fun, everybody's like, These, you're joking about an infectious disease? How dare you? This man has a baby at home. How dare... If you have a baby at home, I didn't tell you to go get a haircut. Did I? Did I... I mean, (laughs) did I tell them to go and risk their their livelihoods, to risk their health, to risk the health and safety of the entire league because all of the superstars are going to be in one place and they decided that that was when they needed to get a haircut? Did, did me, Trista Crick, tell them to do that, Marty? You did not. You did not tell them that. I did not. But what I did was, how you feeling now? Headed at an all-star break. <laughs> You're going to miss the next three games. You'll probably drop all three. Because your two stars had to get a fresh lineup. Wow. LeBron James said it best. He said, I'm not a COVID ghostbuster. I just am really careful. Yeah. Were these, I don't understand. I don't understand. And, of course, another uh, little news story. The NBA had to send out roughly 200 cease and desist letters to promoters in Atlanta for using the NBA logo to promote in-person parties <laughs> <laughs> during All-Star Weekend. That sounds so right. You knew that was going to happen, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. if you're going to do it, if you're going to be an, a pro- club promoter in Atlanta promoting exactly what the NBA has told you not to do, maybe don't use their logo. Maybe just say... But at the same time, if you don't, not really doing your job. You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, I, I just know how these people operate. It's, it doesn't surprise me, I guess, is my point. All of this to say, Philly fans, don't come at me. Don't come at me for your two stars being idiots. Why is me, why is it my fault that your two marquee players can't get their shit together before an all-star game? It's not. Here we are, though, an all-star game that nobody wanted, now probably going to cost teams games. I mean, the Sixers might even lose out on the number one spot in the East because of this little shenanigan. And you know what I would have to say is you hate to see that. You hate to see that. (laughs) It would be such a shame if the Brooklyn Nets had the number one seed and and the Sixers had the number two seed because of a haircut. That would be a very expensive haircut. If it was like two games or so difference. (laughs) And they had to catch like someone like the Miami Heat coming back from a finals appearance, (laughs) Jimmy Butler finally healthy. It would be a shame if that's what got them bounced out of the first round, a haircut. And you know I will be coming all along the way laughing my ass off about that fade that cost you potentially a title. But that's okay. One costly haircut. By the way, that tweet that I put out, over 250 quote tweets, over 275 comments um, and 50 likes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> oh, God. How do you get – I call them – oh, so I have a name for them. Okay. These new Ben Simmons fans, mm-hmm. the, the crazy ones. 
I call them the balloonatics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the balloonatics. The balloonatics came from my head. So yeah, I uh, I'm not making fun of people with COVID. I am making fun of the people who do not seem to understand how serious COVID is. And yeah, it's balloony tunes. It's just the whole thing <laughs> is just balloony tunes. Anyway, let's move on to the actual festivities, Marty. Uh, what were your takeaways? Uh, love the game. It was actually the first time I watched the actual game. I think in a while, and yeah, it was same. Ac- it was actually really fun. I mean, Steph put on a show. Giannis, you know, didn't miss. Dane put on a show. Uh, skills t- competition was a snooze fest. None of them cared. I mean, if you're gonna, if I if I want to see Demonis Sabonis walk the ball up, I mean. I, feel- I would watch the 2019 Nate McMillan coach <laughs> fucking the Indiana Pacers. I feel like there used to be more shit involved in that. Other yes. th- th- this was like you dribble through like four things. You're just going through a Throw a cones? chest pass, make a layup, and then make a three. I thought there was like a bounce pass at There definitely point. used to be a bounce pass. I, I mean, this is that. getting sad. This is what <laughs> kind of skills are these? Yeah, I mean, I already thought it was kind of stupid, and now it's just like full on stupid. And at one point, it used to have to be a dunk, and now you can just hit a layup. Chris Paul missing the layup was really sad. Like that was yeah. like, oh, washed, you washed. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Demonis Sabonis. Here's a little side road. People were talking about Demonis, and I like him, but he cannot hold a candle to Arvidas Sabonis, his father. In terms of just. How good Arvidas was. Every aspect of Arvidas Sabonis is better than Domantas Sabonis. I would have liked to have seen a young, young Arvidas in the league. By the time Portland brought Arvidas Sabonis to the team, so people forget, like, we drafted him, mm-hmm. and we didn't get him for another decade. Right, yeah. So he had been playing for 14 years in Lithuania behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Before he could even sniff an yeah. NBA game. His knees were like disintegrated by that time. And his neck was just getting thicker and thicker. Thicker. He was <laughs> drinking more and more. Sorry, Arvidas. He was a really, I mean, he had big time alcohol issues by that time. Okay. I don't know what was going on. We won't even, pain probably, probably like just replacing opioids instead. <laughs> yeah. He also had some anger issues. We won't get into that. I mean, I think with Domantas' mom, not going to get into it. Not going to get into it. Okay. Athleticism was just out the window, but shoot, still shooting 55% from the field. They, uh, they had, I forget if it's Clyde Drexler. They asked, they asked Clyde Drexler, like, how good would the Blazers have been if uh, Arvidas Sabonis would have came in when he was drafted or early on? And he Ooh. said, we would have taken, like, four or five titles from Jordan. Ooh, that's he was interesting. Like, he yeah. would have been the top three center, top five center in history. So we all are getting all excited about Demonis Sabonis, but oh my God, Arvidas. Even when Arvidas was old, we were really, really good with him. No answer. They would have had no answer in Chicago. Yeah. No, yeah, it would have taken up all of Rodman's energy, and yeah, that would have been, that would have been crazy. I mean, it would have been like Luke Longley versus Sabonis, yeah, and Sabonis which... was a truck. Yeah, oh. Truck. 7'3", 200 and a million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like not ready. He's not. It was like a little Lithuanian Shaq out there with moves like like the the body of Shaq, a young Shaq with the moves of Mark Gasol. Yeah, and a bigger head somehow. And a big and a bigger neck and head <laughs> and ego probably. <laughs> Three point contest. How has Steph Curry only won twice out of seven appearances in the three point contest? See, this is why I didn't bet on him because it's usually a, a a young man's game. 
these competitions because you I, I I like picking people that you think want to put on a show. That's why I threw Zach Levine in there. Yeah, uh, that's really kind of it. And he's in it a lot. It's not like he doesn't participate. So yeah, I, it, it, there Seven really is times. something to that. Yeah. Seven times. Greatest shooter of all time. I would have thought he would have won every single one. I thought she said seven four seven, and she said the second of seven. And I was like, pull up the Google machine, and I was like, wow. Well, if it was like a five million dollar prize, I feel like he'd he'd have won more than Absol- two. Absolutely. <laughs> also, Devin Booker won that, and I mm-hmm. think it shows that this is this is a set shooter's game too. Like Steph Curry's yeah. very very good off the bounce, and he said he gets nervous with the rack because he's like the ball's right there. Yeah, 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 I could see that. I mean, Steph is a cyborg, though. It, no. it showed, it almost looked like uh, he missed some on purpose to create drama in the <laughs> final round. Yeah. So that he would be down by one and could hit that three and win the whole thing on the last fucking ball. I mean, when he gets like three in a row, like going in a rhythm, you just, it, it just doesn't feel like he's ever going to miss. Effortless. Ever. ever. That, that first round, it was just like, oh, will he miss any? I don't know. Uh, let's talk about the actual game itself. Oh, wait. Dunk contest. Let's talk about the dunk contest. Three people? Jokeville. Yeah. I mean, that was lame, although I guess they needed three probably for time because it still went a little long. I still can't believe Simon's won on a failed attempt. Can we? Okay. Is it a failed attempt? Why Why do you say it's failed? He made the dunk. Yeah, but he, the whole gimmick behind what he was trying to do, he didn't pull off. The ball went into the hoop, did it not? I'm not saying it shouldn't have counted and shouldn't have been scored. So you, what you're but saying is what have, you wanted was— It should was, not have been scored higher than the guy who did what he was trying to do. So what, what I'm asking you is this. If Simons completed the dunk and, and basically destroyed his entire mouth, all of his teeth fell out, and, and the ball did not go in the hoop, but he kissed the rim, that's, a, that's not a failed attempt? No, I mean you still need to make the dunk, and like, look, if I, I understand, I understand. If you go like teeth first into the rim, that's probably not going to end well for you. Then maybe come up with a different gimmick, one that you can Obi do, Toppin or at least get closer dunk. to. Obi Toppin missed her, his first dunk in the second round. I know. So they both had failed attempts. Yeah, but Obi, that didn't his failed attempt didn't count. But it still goes against you when you miss the first one. Yeah. He's he basically wanted to show that he could if he wanted to go up and his he was eye level or lip level with the rim. He didn't even really get that close though. B was pretty close. <laughs> you can't be a hater about this. It fell flat live, admit that. I like when you saw I I mean when we saw the replay it was like wow, that was that's insane how high that guy can jump. But live it kind of fell a little flat. A little bit. I think some dunks look better live than they look uh, when you do, like, for example, Cassius Stanley's dunk. Oh, the first one? Looked good live, and then you see it. Um, same thing, actually, with Anthony Simons, when Anthony Simons put on the Tracy McGrady jersey, right? Mm-hmm. So he does the famous, iconic Tracy McGrady dunk, and then they show the uh, the dr- McGrady dunk next to the Simons dunk, and you're like, I don't. That was a little clunky for my taste. <laughs> Looks better live. Some dunks, like Zach Levine's dunks, when he has gone in prior dunk contests, when you show that in slow mo, you're like, "How did he? How did he do all of those yeah. things in one second? Yeah, Stanley's first dunk, getting scored at what, a 44, that was the most ridiculous thing of the whole contest. That was a hard dunk. He went between the leg that he like took off on. Like, but that's yeah, hard but to that's do. A, like a very 
I, I don't. I think you miss with creativity being lacking there. Like that's Definitely. a very common dunk. Like you can't do that and expect. Like I would prefer the Kobe Lebron replicated. Like try to do that dunk if you're gonna do a dunk that's I quote unquote iconic. Yeah. No. I I, I just think when you when you go through the leg that you like elevated off of that's that, that's yeah impressive. I mean that's sick but whatever whatever <laughs> actual game highlights so let's just recap and say LeBron's team won this is the fourth straight year LeBron's team has won which means dude is gonna be a sick talent of value and like GM when <laughs> he get, leaves the league like that man can pull together a squad yeah I'm not really I'm, I'm, I'm not really quick to give him those ones where he was drafting against Giannis because Giannis had to take Chris Middleton as early That's as he possibly true. had to. That's true. Same thing, obviously, but yeah. with Durant. But Durant had Harden and Kyrie, Kyrie to choose. Yeah. Like, they're fine. A little different. They're okay. But I like LeBron's uh, his technique. He just wants bucket getters. I just want mm-hmm. guys that can shoot from everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Giannis winning the MVP. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I think that was robbery. I I this is not an efficiency contest. Sixteen yeah. for sixteen. I don't care. I mean, it should have been Steph. I mean, Steph owned the game. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I think for the I think for the MVP of the All Star Game, it has to be people who show out mm-hmm. that control the storyline of the game. That they're doing incredible things where you're tweeting about it, you're talking to your friends about it. Like there was nothing that Giannis did that was remarkable except for. Wow, his three-point shot is so off that it went in. Yeah. <laughs> it was so far away from the rim that he has to go bank city. It had like a bad spin, too. It was like spinning like toward the basket. <laughs> he just was on one that night. Like it's when the, the basketball gods are in your favor and you just can't miss. That was Giannis. Mm-hmm. But Steph was Steph was like stealing the ball. He was doing the threes and then turning 360 degrees, looking over, doing the shimmy, hitting from half court. It should have been Steph's. Yes. Especially, I think, also, if you win another contest, three-point dunk, and you're in the All-Star game, I think you got a little extra verve. Like, if you win the three-point contest and then you show out in the actual game, I think it's like, my brain says, Steph, Steph. Steph, Should play dominant, a little bit. dominant. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was Jokeville. I thought Dame taking the last shot and hitting the game winner from half court, that's that's Dame time. That was awesome. Did you see Steph started waving like before he even shot it? Oh, no, oh, I yeah. didn't see oh, yeah. that. He's uh-huh. like, bye-bye. Yeah. The best part to me was LeBron tweeting after the game, and he was like, I kept telling Steph and Dame to go back further and further and yeah. further. <laughs> he was just egging him on. Like, he chose him just so he could be like, can you shoot it from half court and make it? How about behind the half court and make it? Like, these dudes I mean, how easy they make that is just nuts. Like, Especially given that they're two small guys. Mm-hmm. They don't have a ton of power. Also, Dame hitting from half court got our man PG-13 to apologize. He said, in hindsight... Damian Lillard shot in my eyeball to win that series. I said it was a bad shot. I think it wasn't a bad shot anymore. <laughs> I won't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, dude. He hits those regularly. He practices those, Paul George. Like, that was not just a fluke where he's like dribbling methodically for six, seven seconds so he can 
do a quick jab step in your eyeball. That wasn't a bad shot. That was actually planned out. So I'm glad that he – I give Paul George a little respect for repenting. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. What else? What else? Dame hits 30, has 32 off the bench. Yeah. Could have said he might have been an MVP as well, hits the game winner. Definitely, he came on second half, which, I mean, you, you start forming opinions after the first half, and it, it never felt like Dame was actually going to get it, you know? Here's how, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thought that with Giannis, like, it didn't feel like Giannis was really doing anything, and then they handed him the trophy. You just look at numbers. I kind of said when it when it was, I was like, I guess this is kind of a toss-up between Steph and Giannis, but I lean Steph, clearly, like. And you were like, it's like when the boxer, when you watch a boxing match and one boxer is is like, yeah, he's competing, but they're like little tiny jabs and like he's getting a lot of jabs, but then the other boxer's hitting some real heavy like yeah. hooks and undercuts and blah, 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 and almost making them fall. And then they give it to the little guy, like the little jab guy. And you're like. Really? Yeah, I get that. Really? We're going off of points here. <laughs> like this is a I think when you give the MVP to someone who was efficient, it, it de incentivizes or disincentivizes players to do the things that you want to see in an all star game, which is show out. Because mm-hmm. you're not gonna go sixteen for sixteen if you're shooting from half court. I'm sorry, you just won't. Definitely. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, and side note, I didn't see any tweets like, Oh, they don't play defense in the all star game. This sucks. That's the dumbest take. Ever. I love the Elam ending. It's my favorite thing. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. I just want one tweak. I want the first three quarters to be like what they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Start fresh, right? But I want the fourth quarter to start fresh too. Like I want the, f- the fourth quarter first to 35. I don't want – it's like – Add 26 to the highest score, and then that's the score that you have to have to win. Like, I guess that maybe defeats the quote-unquote Elam ending element of it, but I just think it puts you at a severe advantage to compete. Like, at that point, Kevin Durant's team is not going to win. And so they're really not going to defend nearly as much. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not going to really do anything nearly as much. The game's over at that point. Um, Gambler's dream, though, for the over, you know it's going to hit. By the third quarter, because he has to, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Jokic was funny. Nikola Jokic said uh, on Giannis getting handing him the MVP trophy, they snubbed me for the second year in a row. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We won the game because of me. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, by the way, six points in that game. Oh, that's what I was going to say is, you know how you know that Damian Lillard should have been a starter? He was playing in the fourth, like the final yeah. minutes of uh-huh. the fourth. Yeah. You know who wasn't playing in the final moments of the fourth? Luka Doncic. <laughs> that was a that was just a robbery. And I didn't even notice him in the game really, Luka. I took so here's a little tidbit of info about me being a bad all-star game gambler. I took Beal and Luka MVP <laughs> odds plus 3300. I had Beal and Zion. Beal led Kevin Durant's team in points, Team Durant in points. And it just was never gonna be enough. No. It just he just didn't look good. I just liked the value to it, and I was like, he's someone that can come out and hit a bunch of threes and win the game. And then you look at it, and he has forty five points, and it's like, oh, I guess we'll give it to Beal. That was my rationale. That's how I felt about yeah. it too. It was like maybe he'll just go out and score forty because he's a wizard and he has fresh legs and he right, has something right. To prove. People that want to put on a show. This is his Super Bowl. Yeah, that was my rationale. That's what my rationale was too. Yeah. And also a lot of Lucas Lander. Luca hasn't been playing well. Blah blah blah. Maybe he'll go out and show out and do some step backs. And I was just hoping for moments. Mm-hmm. You're kind of banking on moments. Steph would have been a great bet. 
in hindsight, I should have bet Steph. Yeah. Well, I mean, not in hindsight because I wouldn't have won. But it was a better <laughs> bet. It was yeah. a better bet. I mean, I don't know what the value. It was probably like five or six to one. So that I know. think it was plus six hundred for yeah. Steph, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it was I think it was plus six hundred for Dame too. I don't know what it was for Giannis. Do you remember? Mm-mm. I'm a young stunner. What a great song for this New York City, Marty. I don't know if I told you. Did I tell you about the time that I wa- was walking my dog to get coffee on a Sunday morning? Someone came up to me. I'm walking Emma, little Emma. Uh-huh. It's like 10 a.m. on a Sunday. And I got my coffee in hand. I got my earphones in. This is not long ago. This is maybe two months ago. Oh, shit. Okay. And someone comes out of the woodworks. Listen here, bitch. I will beat the shit out of you. I could knock you the fuck out right now. Blah, 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 blah. You and your little black dog. I'll knock you the fuck out. No. And I just stood there like I had no recourse. What do you do at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. New York City's scary. It's scary at night. It's scary during the day. You just never know when some random guy is going to tell you that they could knock you out if they wanted to. So after that happened, I immediately looked into a bunch of options. I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to get a knife? No, probably not. Like, you got to get real close to someone who's accosting you if you have a knife. Am I going to get pepper spray? I don't know if you know this about me, Marty, but I am clumsy. Okay. <laughs> I would probably end up spraying the shit out of myself or like getting a little bit of the remnants on my fingers and then grabbing my eye and then on my eye is watering during the podcast and blah, blah, blah. Am I going to get a gun? I mean, no, no way would I ever be. What am I, I'm not going to carry a gun. I don't want that, especially in New York City. Somebody could pull it, like take it from me and just dead, dead on the street on 25th just because of my Cortado. I really just want the Cortado on a Sunday morning. So what I ended up doing is I found this thing. I stumbled on it. It's the best of both worlds. One part flashlight, one part stun gun. It's called the Taser Strike Light. It's rechargeable. It's high-powered. It's a flashlight that not only can thwart random attackers near Penn Station. And then I also have this flashlight uh, when I'm at night walking my dog. So it's great. It's like very small. I can put a little strap around my wrist and go. It's super affordable. Uh, The Taser Strike Light is available without a permit in most U.S. states. If you want to walk your dog with peace of mind, get the Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo league. You can also save 15% now at taser.com promo code league spelled T-A-S-E-R dot com. Sort of old news, but it's relevant to the last episode. Remember last week, we talked about how everybody hates Utah. Everyone. Uh Uh-huh. Fans don't like Utah, and the NBA doesn't want to see the Jazz win. Even Rudy Gobert talked about it. Like, no one likes us. They're trying to steal games from us. (laughs) We're a small market, yada, yada, yada. Spider knows it. They even got fined for saying it. Now it appears that LeBron James has put an exclamation point on that fact that, yes, Rudy Gobert, you are right. No one likes you, and no one likes the Utah Jazz. That's just true. Let's just hear what LeBron James had to say when he was voting with Kevin Durant, and he kept the Utah Jazz. They kept them last. They were voting on all-star picks. Two last ones taken, even though they're the first in the West. Rudy Gobert goes to Team LeBron. Listen, before we get – I just <laughs> – 
I just want to say something because there's no slander. There's no slander to the Utah Jazz, but you guys got to understand. You guys got to understand, just like in video games growing up, we never played with Utah. Even as great as Carl Malone and John Stockton were, we would have never picked those guys in video games. Never. Let's translate this. Anytime someone says something like, no disrespect or, you know, this isn't slander. Slander's coming. That's uh-huh. every time. Every time. <laughs> LeBron James, they take Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert absolutely last. And he's like, this is no slander. No, it is. It is. No one growing up ever liked Utah. Never. Nope. nope. Slander is literally the next thing coming out of your mouth and just so happened to be Utah Slander. The funniest thing, though, was KD. You can see him in the video. KD is rolling laughing because KD wants to say the exact same thing, but LeBron's the only one that can say it in a way that seems like sort of playful and funny. If I could KD get away with it. could get yeah. away with it. Like yeah. if KD said that, it'd be like, can you believe KD? What a dickhead. This is my favorite thing LeBron's ever done, by the way. Is it? I think. (laughs) LeBron James will say some very funny things here and there. If you, like, really watch for him, he can be hilarious. I met him. So I I had a couple of videos that I did that were not super kind to LeBron James, right? Like, I think I did one, like, Kobe was better than LeBron and, like, you know, ones that were, like, opinions. Sure. So I met LeBron. A friend of mine introduced us. Uh, cause he's friendly with LeBron. This was at the NBA summer league mm-hmm. and LeBron like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, I'm Trista. I, I work for USA today, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he shakes my hand and he's like, I know who you are. <laughs> and then he sits there and he, and he like, and on my hands out and he hasn't like dapped me up yet. Oh, and there's like a, there's like a freeze, like the, the blood is draining from my face. Right. And I'm thinking, like, what have I said? What have I said? He's heard, he's seen everything. He knows everything. He's, I know exactly who you are. And then he just starts to laugh, and he, like, finally daps me up. <laughs> and I'm like, what a clown, dude. He's a very funny dude. I like that move. It was just like yeah. a, maybe you should think before you say it's anything like, it's about It's like, we're me. cool, but I'm going to make you feel a little uncomfortable Exactly. First. You've yeah. said things that I don't like. Yeah. Has anyone ever chosen the Utah Jazz when they've played 2K? I mean, I don't think so, right? When they're 12 years old. No, I love, I love this LeBron James slander. It confirmed exactly what Nate Robinson told me when I interviewed him this summer. Play the clip. Worst arena to be a road team in? Utah. I knew it. Trash. Trash. <laughs> it's so trash. trash place in Utah. <laughs> it's not just because their arena is small in there. Like you can't move in there. Like it's really, really small. Trash, trash, Utah. Anytime anybody slanders Utah. Nate Robinson's voice is in my head. Trash, trash, Utah. <laughs> ah. He hates the people that are in that arena, hates the arena itself. And the fact that both Utah jazz, jazz players were the last players picked didn't surprise me. But the funniest thing is, like, you choose a guy, Domantas Sabonis. It was like LeBron James is like, yeah, I need a big man. I need a big man. And it's like Rudy Gobert sitting there. DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are a better team than the fucking Utah Jazz. That's where we're at. Let's do something, though, different. I want to do something different. Let's draft our own all-star teams. Okay. All right. Do you want to do that? I'm I gonna, do. I'm going to be LeBron. I think this is fun. Okay. I'll be LeBron. I'm going to get the first pick, and you'll be KD. 
and you get two picks at the end because you're not playing because you're broken. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if the Utah disrespect continues, especially since Conley replaced your boy Book. All right. Oh, we're doing okay. We're okay. Gonna we're do, taking Book out. We're gonna. I guess we'll take it knowing what we know, right? Knowing okay. what we know, and we don't know what we don't know is the close contact with the haircut. Okay. We have to do it assuming they're gonna play, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. With the first round, Team LeBron chooses Joel Embiid. Oof. I'm going to go Curry. I got Steph. Damn. Ah, what a great pick. Shit. You took my guy. (laughs) I mean, after last night. Yeah. See, the thing is, we should have done this before. (laughs) I'm going to choose Kyrie Irving. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the MVP and go Giannis. Nice. I like that. All right. And then I'm going to take Jason Tatum. Give me Luca. All right. And I'm going to take, shoot, I'm going to take Beal. And so you get Jokic, Jokic and Kawhi. So the team is as follows. For the first round, the starters, I have Embiid, Kyrie. I am loving my squad. I mean, it's okay. I have MB, <laughs> Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Beal, and me, LeBron James. Uh-huh. First, first time I could say that with a straight face. <laughs> and you have Giannis. I have Giannis, Steph, Luka, Jokic. Jokic, and Kawhi. That's a squad. That's a squad. All right, we got second round, second round. You go first. I lead off. Okay. Uh, Don't do it to him. Don't do it to her. Don't do it to her. I'll let you have it. I'll go James. Thank you. Thank you. With the second, uh, first pick in the second round, I take Damian Lillard. Okay. And now we're thinking just all-star game here. I'll go I'll go PG. He's won an MVP before. Won a PG. You got PG. I'm going to choose Zach Levine. Ooh. Okay, I like that. I think I'm going to go Zion here. I think I got a lot of people that can throw him lobs. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to choose – this is where it gets hard. I'm going to choose Chris Paul. Ooh, damn. I'm so big now. Yeah, you are. Let's keep it, let's keep it going. Give me Simmons. Wow. All right. Just a bunch of guys who can't score except for Curry. I mean, James Harden. And James Harden. <laughs> Curry and Harden are going to be the only ones. All right, we got – I'm going to go uh, Jalen Brown. I mean, uh, this just shows kind of what we're into. Yeah, okay, so who's on the board? I've got Sabonis, Vooch. Rudy, Rudy Spider, Julius Randle. Randall. I can't believe I'm the one that's about to do this, but I guess <laughs> you got to give me Donovan Mitchell here. Woo-wee! Only because I need guards. You do need guards. I am going to choose Vucevic. Vooch? Okay, so now I'm Sabonis, Randall, or Conley. Yeah. You have Rudy, Sabonis, and Randall left. And Booker Conley. Uh, Sabonis. He takes Sabonis. All right. I am going to take Mike Conley, the lefty. So now it's Randall or Rudy? Now it's Randall or Rudy. Okay, give me Randall. And I have this fucking dude. I have to have Rudy. (laughs) So basically it happens again, right? We've got, for me, I've got Embiid, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, Vucevic, Mike Conley, and Rudy Gobert. 
What a squad. Bunch <laughs> of bucket getters. And you have Giannis, Jokic, Steph, Kawhi, Curry, Harden, PG, Zion, Simmons, Spider, Sabonis, and Randall. Yeah. I mean, you have to say, my squad's much better. I disagree, actually. I just don't think you're going to be able to keep up with all this shooting. I mean, I've got Harden, Luka, Steph. Luka is a is broke city right now. He's going to score like four points. You're going to have to just rely on Steph to do everything. It's going to be Steph. And Giannis. Steph and, yeah, I mean, Giannis will go 16 for 16. We know that. Yeah. Giannis is going to get high off the backboard. But I'm going to have Embiid give Giannis fits. <laughs> I'm going to have Embiid. I mean, that's how you would play it, yeah. Uh, Giannis, give him Giannis fits. But also, we see it. We see that it's true. No one, not me and you, not the world, not LeBron James, nobody wants Rudy Gobert on their team. I mean, I defend Rudy Gobert being the last pick. I mean, he's by far the least fit to play in an All-Star game. I think this. I think what we need to do is evaluate whether centers have any value in the All-Star game. (laughs) No one wants big men who especially are rim protectors, can't score and do anything besides grab lobs, and he's not a big dunker like Zion. No. Zion at least could go up and do some things. By the way, Zion, a couple of big-time flub dunks. Early, too. It like, was. Just it killed, killed your MVP. Kill, killed killed it the MVP. Right, right out of the gate. Everybody yeah. was thinking he might win the MVP. So yeah. he had a tough go in the, first round, in the first time in his All-Star appearance, which I think he will end up being able to redeem himself in future years, but it was a rough Rough go. It's a tough one. So, yeah, I think no more centers in the All-Star game. I think it's positionless. I think it's just we go out and we just choose All-Stars based around how fucking good they are in an All-Star game. Not how good they are in like as an all-NBA player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do. And, like, I mean, I, so who would that eliminate from here? That eliminate Rudy, Gobert, Rudy Vucevic, probably Vooch. Vucevic, Sabonis, Sabonis Randall. Sabonis, maybe. Randall. Randall's would, doing so much of the stuff, though. I think Randall would still probably he, he, he be would in still it. get in. He would still be in it, but it would be Sabonis, Vooch. Like for example, AD would still make an All Star game. Like AD's good enough, even without. Oh, if yeah. you're basically saying you have um, what are they called wild cards? So like it could be anything. You could basically choose all wild cards for your All Star. Then you know who the real ballers are, the real bucket getters <laughs> are, and Vucevic <laughs> is not one of them. No. No, 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 no. no chance. No Sabonis. As no much as Vooch. I like watching him, it's uh, yeah, he's just he's not an All Star needle mover. So Spider did address LeBron's comments during All Star Weekend, and he said, "I really don't want to be rude, but I don't care. <laughs> People have been shit talking me for a while. We're not doing this, meaning playing basketball, to seek the approval of him, meaning LeBron James." <laughs> <laughs> Spider's odds for the MVP were thirty three hundred. 8,000 for Gobert. Conley, this is where the disrespect was the biggest. Conley didn't even have odds. There was no odds. Vegas was like, there is no scenario possible where this guy who snuck in last second for Devin Booker will ever win the MVP. So we're not even going to create these odds for him. So thank you, LeBron James, for saying what we all know, um, saying the truth, speaking truth to power like his name was Meghan Markle. Uh, that the truth is, for a variety of reasons, that no one is rooting for Utah. Not hardcore fans, not NBA players, not hardcore NBA fans, and actually just most people root against them just to root against them. So, like uh, James Harden said, this All-Star game is 
kind of just a forced and thrown thing upon us. And we sort of forced and threw our podcast upon you as well in the middle of your all-star break. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you enjoy it. That's all the time that we have for this league all-star podcast. Please subscribe. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm getting DMs, people being like, hey, multiple times a week, I subscribe and unsubscribe for you. So be one of those people that can DM me or Marty. Give us a little shout out. Give us a little love. It makes a huge difference. We also have This League hoodies on sale in the Barstool store. Please also follow This League on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me, Trista underscore Crick and Trista Crick on all those same platforms. Follow Playboy Marty. Like a little Magnolia <laughs> song. In the, in the, what is it? In New York, we Millie Rock. In New York, I'm Millie Rock. Yeah, the, so follow him. Thank you for listening. 